Welcome to the start of another episode of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm John Nelson here in Atlanta. Mi compadre Tommy Palmer's out this week, so we come in and bring in the guy who's in the booth. Half of that combination, GPB Sports play-by-play guru extraordinaire Matt Stewart. He's joining us via Skype. What's up, Matt? Uh, nothing much, you know. I just hope that I can uh, fill in there for Tommy Palmer. Those are some big shoes for me to fill. All right. So usually what we do here on the show is we have inbound and outbound, and what we do is look at the week that was, and you and I were talking before we came on, and we ended up with like nine or ten games, including our game from Football Fridays last week. Where, sir, would you like to start, question mark? Well, let's just start with the game that we televised last uh, Friday night where, you know, I think Mays made a big statement against the Douglas County team that's uber talented, but just not there yet and uh, pulled away in the fourth quarter. It was a tight game for most throughout and then pulled away in the fourth quarter for a big 38-13 victory. I think in, in that region, in region 4-6A, it is wide open now with three unbeaten teams that are now going to embark on a round robin here. Mays, South Paulding, and Creekside. Uh, that's a three-team race over the final, what do we got left? Four weeks left in the season to decide the region championship and flesh out who ends up making the playoffs and in what order they make them. And that's going to be the fun part here in the stretch run. I still can't believe we only have a handful of weeks left in, in the, the regular season. And we'll get into that in the games coming up this week in just a little bit. In Cobb County, had a couple of games to look at. McEachern and Hillgrove, which went down to the wire, and Harrison and Alatoona, which almost did the same. Yeah, McEachern and Hillgrove, uh, a lot of people probably have already seen the uh, the video yep. of the end of that game when it appeared uh, from, you know, from the video that I saw that uh, Hillgrove scored the winning touchdown on the final play of the game. The quarterback trying to stretch for the pylon was ruled out of bounds, and the the touchdown didn't count, and McEachern held on for the victory. So that is a huge ball game, which sets up another huge ball game this week between McEachern and Marietta. Uh, McEachern at Marietta. If McEachern wins that ball game, they all but uh, wrap up the Region 3-7A championship there. If Marietta wins that game, that really throws that region into possible confusion there and sets up a big game with Marietta hosting Hillgrove on November 1st. And a Hillgrove victory there, you could have three teams end up tied for the number one spot, having all beaten each other in a three-way round robin with one loss and then you start getting into tiebreakers. You didn't tell me there was going to be stuff. math on this show, Matt. Well, it might even be a toss of the coin eventually. Who knows? But, I mean, you, you end up getting into tiebreakers there to decide, you know, the Region 3 champion and one of those three teams. If it ends up like that, and we've seen this happen before, you know, where three teams ended up tied for the Region title. So not only do you not get the Region title, somebody gets left out and ends up as a number three seed, doesn't even get a home game in the playoffs. So that's kind of the way – you know, the dominoes may or may not fall, but McEachern, you know, controls their own destiny with a huge game against Marietta at Northcutt Stadium this Friday night. They win that, and they're going to more than likely be close to the lock as the region champion there. The Alatoona-Harrison game, of course, was huge as well. Harrison, I think, uh, as I was reading uh, Georgia High School Football Daily 
today uh, with that victory, I think uh, Harrison is now like a 97% chance to win the region championship there. So that was a huge victory for Harrison, a team that we continue to have ranked number one in our GPB Sports 6A uh, top 10 poll. Excellent plug, Alatuna. Yeah, Alatuna looking like a, a number two seed there. Uh, and Alatuna led most of that game, and Harrison comes back to win it. So that was a huge victory for the Hoyas. Then you go out into Gwinnett County, North Gwinnett and Mill Creek, and I think the final result surprised a lot of folks. Uh, especially the folks at Mill Creek. They got throttled at home 45-3. to uh, North Gwinnett's a team that, you know, I had ranked, I believe, in another shameless plug for me on my ballot. I think Excellent. I had them ranked number two uh, in the state or maybe number three in the state in the preseason rankings. They lost in the Corky Kell to Colquitt County, and they fell back to like five and six, which is where they pretty much stood uh, the entire season in our GPB Sports uh, 7A poll. They've been around five or six. That was a huge victory over Mill Creek. No doubt sets North Gwinnett up to almost a almost a sure lock to win that region championship as well and a number one seed going into the playoffs. But, yeah, everybody was shocked with the result of that. That was certainly a game that we had on our radar that we were looking at as a possible candidate uh, for the October 11th game that we ended up televising uh, Douglas County at Mays. Talk about another deep region, Denmark. Mark and BT went to the end, and it took a late score by BT to get a lead and then a blocked field goal to hold on in a very, very deep region. Yeah, no doubt. Region uh, 7-4-A, all four teams that are projected as playoff teams out of that region are ranked in our GPB Sports 4A top 10 rankings. Denmark, Maris, BT, and Flowery Branch, and this week... Uh, Flowery Branch goes to BT, a team that they nearly beat the state champions, the eventual state champions, two-time state champions, nearly beat in overtime on our air in the GPB Football Friday in Georgia game of the week last year. Fabulous game, maybe our best regular season game of the year a year ago. They went for two in overtime and didn't get the win. And, uh, you know, so that's a rematch there. And, uh, and, and that's a round robin. The round robin has started with those four teams over the next uh, four weeks. And it started with the BT surviving the, the, you know, the, the, the upset bid, if you will, by Denmark. I don't know how much of an upset bid, because even though Denmark's a second year school, we all have them ranked in our top 10 in Stacked. various spots on our ballot. We truly believe in that team with McLaughlin, the the kid from Buford who's committed to Auburn, the quarterback, and Xavion Capers, who's also committed to Auburn, a transfer from South Forsyth to that new school. They're loaded, and Coach Crowder's done a tremendous job. We all know he won a state championship you know, at Chattahoochee uh, within the past decade. So nobody's surprised that Denmark's there. We all have them ranked in our top ten, and, it's, and you're right. Over this next month, you've got a tr- tremendous uh, round robin going on there in region seven to determine the region champion and who ends up one, two, three, and four uh, as the representatives in the state playoffs out of that region. One more round robin before we get into the week that will be Jones County and Dutchtown went at it last week and Stockbridge is a part of that mix too. Yeah, Jones County has uh, you know, I didn't I didn't look at the the probability from Max Preps on them winning the region. It's got to be very high because they've beaten Stockbridge already. And they've already beaten um, 
I believe they've beaten Stockbridge already, if I'm not mistaken. I might be getting some wires crossed in my brain here, which is not unusual. But they did beat Dutchtown, who we all thought was the team to beat in that region, just based on where we had them ranked. Uh, Jones County obviously is uber talented, and they now have the inside track to be the number one seed uh, coming out of that region. Uh, And Stockbridge and Dutchtown are meeting in a couple of weeks, uh, I think the 25th. And that's looking more and more like that's a, a game to determine who's the two and the three seeded of that region. And, and Union Grove, had big win, knocked off Stockbridge here and kind of was the was the monkey rich in the whole picture. And good for them. I think Union Grove had played uh, it had played Jones County very close early in, early in the season. And then they got their I think it was their first uh, win against a top 10 team in 25 tries. So a big win breakthrough win for union Grove. And they, you know, they've kind of, they've now entered into the picture as a possible playoff team and certainly, uh, probably have an inside track to it landing a three or four spot coming out of that region. All right. The week that will be and hallelujah, the entire state is now in region play. You want to start with uh, one seven, a with Coquit and Camden. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is the best time of the year. We started seeing kind of the residuals of that last year. We've already talked about all the big games from last week, and now it just ratchets up another notch. This is probably uh, this is you know outside of the final week of the season. I, I would say this is probably the biggest week of the season during the regular season with so many huge matchups. It's unfortunate they couldn't spread these things out a little bit, but I mean, I, I tell you what, it's like across the board, almost in every classification, you have matchups that are ultimately going to determine region championships and they won't decide the region championship on Friday night because there's still too much football to play, but we'll look back on November 8th and say, wow, that game was really for the region championship. Uh, so the, the, this week is, is that big and it starts the round Robin and you hear us talk about this round Robin. And this truly is a round Robin in region one, seven, eight, cause there's only four teams in that region Three that are legitimate region championship contenders in my mind, uh, Lowndes, uh, Colquitt, and uh, and in Camden County, all three of those teams are ranked in our GPB Sports uh, 7A top 10. Tiff County's kind of the outlier there, but they may end up uh, being able to be a playoff be team. team they're, they're road to the playoffs. Right, the being the team 30, 32, that their road's going to be a little bit more complicated, I think, unless they can pull off an upset against one of those three aforementioned teams, which is going to be, I think, very difficult for them to do. But who knows? Uh, Tiff County did uh, knock off Bainbridge a couple of weeks ago, the defending 5A state champion. So, you know, that, that to me, that kind of opened the door that maybe, you know, they do have some upset ability in, in their makings and they might do something here in the final three weeks of the season as we get into region play. Gwinnett County. North Gwinnett's taking on Collins Hill and Archer and Grayson go at it. How about that one? Yeah, yeah. Archer, Archer and Grayson, you know, that's in all likelihood that's for the region championship right there. I, you know, I think it's safe to say, you know, Shiloh was a good story early. You know, they were kind of put back into their place by Grayson a couple of weeks ago. Newton, uh, you know, had a shot and, and Archer beat them this past week. I mean, it's, it's not to say that the region championship again will be decided on Friday night, but I think the winner of our game uh, that we see on, on Friday night between Archer and Grayson will end up being the region champion there. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, at one point, I think we all had Grayson ranked number one right. in our 
uh, 7A poll uh, after they beat Marietta, and then they went down to Colquitt County and got beat. And I think that's just emblematic of what we're seeing. I think pretty much in every one of the classifications this year, this is as wide open across the board as I think I've seen it in recent years. I think 7A is wide open with probably five or six teams that – you know, legitimately could win the championship. My gosh, in 6A, I don't know, 10-plus teams probably have a, a legitimate shot at winning that thing. 5A is probably the, the the classification in my mind that's maybe a little bit more close. I think Buford, with their big victory over Archer, said a lot to me. They might be the team to beat, but they might be the only team to beat that we could sit here and say on this day that that is the definitively the team to beat in their particular classification. A couple of other games we've got outbound, Valdosta and Coffee, Kellen Carrollton and in uh, Central and South Georgia, Liberty and Appling, Jefferson and Morgan County up in Northeast Georgia, Darlington and Tryon up in the Northwest Georgia Mountains. Time to bring in Hannah Gooden to help us fill in on all the other stuff in the week. Hannah, what is up? Hey, yeah, it's time to talk about our Friday game this week. All right, so what is our Friday game this week? No long, You don't have to tease us anymore. Let Matt, and, let Matt and me know what our Friday night game is. All right, guys, <laughs> if you don't already know the game, um, we are at Weinman Stadium in Cartersville, Georgia, for Sandy Creek versus Cartersville. These are two of the top teams in Class 4A, and get this, both teams are 6-0, and and the Purple Hurricanes are 6-0 and over the Patriots. So I'm sure first-year head coach Connor Foster will be looking to maintain that school's perfect record over the Patriots, the Canes won last year seven to nothing. So six and O's all around. Matt, what's your early four one one? Uh well, I mean, this is the first time this is my sixth year of doing uh games with GPB. And this another is the first six. time we've ever had yeah, there you go, another six. This is the first time that we've ever had one versus two in the regular season. And uh we've got uh you know, we've got Cartersville ranked number one in four A, and we've got uh Sandy Creek ranked number two in 4A. I've had Sandy Creek ranked at the top of my ballot the entire year, and I know I, uh, that uh, drew some criticism from some people early who wanted wanted to know what I was talking about because Sandy Creek was coming off an 8-4 and four season a year ago, but Sandy Creek is absolutely positively loaded. I don't know whether they're as talented as, you know, the, 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 the teams that won three out of four state championships between 2009 and, and 2012, but they're 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 darn close, I think, and that's why I've had them ranked number one on my ballot since the preseason. I expect a tremendous ball game. I know you just mentioned Hannah that uh, they've never beaten Cartersville. I think they've got a shot at it this week. That not not take anything away from Cartersville. I think they would admit the same. I mean, that's why we're there because we think it's a game that could go down to the final play, and we ex- certainly expect it to go down to the to final series in the fourth quarter, if not the final play, if not overtime. Yeah, Matt, Cartersville, we know how good they are. They've won seven consecutive region championships, back-to-back titles since 2015 and 2016. I know that you said Sandy Creek will have a good shot, but is it fair to say that this will be head coach Brett Garvin's biggest test of the season, right? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they, they already trounced Troop 44-7. to I mean, if, if, if their beatdown on Troop didn't get – people's attention I don't know what would but I think it got most everybody's attention that that was a troop team that's uber talented too uh, a team I think we were all shocked at the result of that ball game uh, and I think troop after beatdowns by Callaway and by 
Sandy Creek, not to get too far off the beaten path. They, you know, they got some soul searching to do. They're going to end up playing on the road in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, in all likelihood, I think, um, given what's happened here. Uh, so, I, yeah, I mean, is it the biggest game of the season? We'll wait and see, but I think it probably will determine the region championship. We won't be able to say that whoever wins on Friday night. We won't be able to say they're the region champions, but we will be able to say they have the inside track to the region championship. And certainly Sandy Creek, if they do, they will have an even bigger inside track having already beaten Troop. Awesome, Matt. Thanks so much for your input. Guys, don't forget kickoff is set for 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know. 7.38. I don't know where else you'd be watching it from, but Eastern time is where we're at. Um, well, they could be watching it anywhere. They yeah. could be watching in Honolulu or, or uh, Beijing or anywhere they download the yeah. GPB app. There you go. Oh, 8.30 true. in the morning. It's GPB, GPB.org, the GPB Sports app, London, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's Bucharest. see. So that's 5. You're Tahiti. adding 12.38 a.m. if you're in London. See, Matt's broken out all the clocks today. And on that <laughs> note, because math is involved... I'm going to call it. We're going to put a bow on the show. I'm John Nelson. Matt, as always, thanks for coming in out of the bullpen and helping us out this week. Yeah, anytime. You can reach us at gpb.org slash podcast. Subscribe to us at free wherever your favorite podcatchers are found. You can also find me on your Amazon speaker. I run down the top five teams and their games every week. Just say to your smart speaker, hey, Alexa, ask GPB for John's top games of the week. Once again, reminder, follow the GPB sports team on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, and Instagram as well. Reminder, this Friday, once again, 7.30, it's Cartersville and Sandy Creek from Wineman Stadium. Hope you can join us. Our podcast is produced by the irreplaceable Sean Powers. The Football Fridays in Georgia podcast is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. Play it safe, everybody. We'll see you at the games.